I stand here in a truly great city, in a truly great city region. My name's Tony Walsh, they call me Longfella. It falls to me to try and sum up what makes this city, its people, its communities so great with a poem. It's called This is the Place. This is the place in the northwest of England. It's ace, it's the best, and the songs that we sing from the stands from our band set the whole planet shaking. Our inventions are legends. There's nought we can't make. And so we make brilliant music, we make brilliant bands, we make goals that make souls leap from seats in the stands. And we make things from steel, we make things from cotton, we make people laugh, take that make something rotten. And we make you at home, we make you feel welcome, we make something happen, we can't seem to help it. And if you're looking for history, then yes, we've a wealth. But the Manchester way is to make it yourself. And make us a record, a new number one. And make us a brew while you're up, love, go on. And make us feel proud that you're winning the league. And make us sing louder and make us believe it. That this is the place that has helped shape the world. And that this is a place where a Manchester girl, name of Emmeline Pankhurst, from the streets of Moss Side. From the streets of Moss Side led a suffragette city with sisterhood pride. And this is the place with appliance of science. We're on it, atomic. We struck with defiance in, a, in the face of a challenge. We always stand tall. Mancunians in union delivered it all, such as housing and libraries and health, education and unions and co-ops, the first railway station. So we're sorry. Bear with us. We invented commuters. <laughs> but we hope you forgive us. We invented computers. Yeah. And this is the place. This is the place Henry Royce strolled with rolls and we've rocked and we've rolled with our own northern soul. And so this is the place to do business then dance where go-getters and goal-setters know they've a chance. And this is the place where we first played as kids. And my mum lived and died here. She loved it. She did. And this is the place where our folks came to work, where they struggled in puddles, they hurt in the dirt, and they built us a city. They built us these towns and they coughed on the cobbles to the deafening sound of the steaming machines and the screaming of slaves. They were scheming for greatness. They dreamed to their graves and they left us a spirit. They left us a vibe, that Mancunian way to survive and to thrive and to work and to build and to connect and create. And Greater Manchester's greatness is keeping it great. And so this is the place now with kids of our own. Some are born here, some drawn here, but we all call it home and they've covered the cobbles, but they'll never defeat all the dreamers and schemers who still team through these streets because this is a place that has been through some hard times.
Oppressions, recessions, depressions and dark times. But we keep fighting back with greater Manchester spirit, northern grit, northern wit and greater Manchester lyrics in these hard times again. And there's hard times again. There's hard times again in these streets of our city. But we won't take defeat. And we don't want your pity because this is the place where we stand strong together with a smile on our face, Mancunians forever. Because this is the place in our hearts, in our homes. Because this is the place that's a part of our bones. Because Manchester gives us such strength from the fact that this... is the place we should give something back always remember never forget forever Manchester choose love Manchester thank you Broadcasting from Manchester in the United Kingdom, this is the Aaron Meta Show. Twenty ninth of May, twenty seventeen. You're listening to the Aaron Meta Show on uh, Player FM, Stitcher, Podcast, uh, um, iHeart Radio, and let me just say, iHeart Manchester right now. We're a week uh, since uh, the tragic events that took place, and uh, I've been spending a lot of time thinking about what I'm actually going to say on this show because, uh, yeah, so that's the reason why the. Uh, 
production's been uh, long coming and uh, why I'm still sort of kind of uh, a loss really that uh, what's taken place has actually just happened. As you can probably imagine, uh, this is a pretty uh, weird way to start the show because, you know, you don't usually hear me like this and uh, usually I'm a bit more uh, forthcoming and uh, a bit more in bits. Or, well, I'm in bits at the moment now because of uh, of what's taken place and uh, so as you can probably imagine in my voice, it's uh, pretty pretty normal uh, response, I think, from... Uh, from a lot of people here in this city of uh, how I'm feeling at the moment and uh, anyways we uh, let uh, Oasis 8-bit uh, fade into the background um, I think we'll start the show and uh, for those of you who have yet to catch up and aren't followers of news um, let me fill you in of what's basically been going on um, there was a uh, pop concert that took place last week at the Manchester Arena. I've been there many times. Um, for those for those of you who do know uh, me from back in the day, I am a fanatical fan of WWE and uh, professional wrestling. Um, Manchester Arena has been my home for wrestling for a very, very long time. Um, my first show there was a uh, WCW Nitro that they did back there in many years ago when WCW World Championship Wrestling was still around. And also I've been to a WCW Thunder and I've also been to a Raw and a SmackDown WWE shows over the years. I could not imagine how I would probably have reacted when if we were leaving the show that night I couldn't even imagine how I would, uh, how, um, I would be so worried about how people would have felt, the people who cared about me that night, if what happened had happened that night to me, and it really, I mean, I do, I, I'm, I do apologize if I sound still shell-shocked from events of a week ago, but... It's uh, the way I'm feeling right now. Uh, I'm going to explain more in this uh, in this podcast. Oh, by the way, I'm on my own tonight, as you can probably tell. Um, Patricia and uh, Josh aren't here, and uh, I didn't feel it fair for them to come on the show and expect to uh, kind of uh, make heads or tails of uh, of what's going on because I felt like as a the only uh, well one of the Mancunians on this show. I felt like I wanted to come on here and uh, talk about um, what had, what had taken place. So as you can as you can mooring uh, through, um, I go to these wrestling events at the Manchester Arena, and uh, and uh, it, from what happened on the pop concert night last week last week, um, an explosion was uh, was heard, causing mass panic to uh, many children, many families, many teenage girls, just wanting the night of their life, only to have that life taken away from them. 23 innocent souls lost their 
lost their lives that night. And many, many injuries. And lives turned upside down for uh, no good reason whatsoever. It's heartbreaking. It really is. You know, Manchester is uh, my home. It is uh, a place of good people. Do we have we had our problems in the past? Yes, we have, undoubtedly. But the vast majority of people who live in this fantastic city, who work in this fantastic city, who strive in this fantastic city we call Manchester, you have to actually have to come here to uh, experience it, to see the the vibrancy and the people here who you can see put in their all to their craft and to everything that goes on here. And I've I've lived in this city now for probably 28 years now. It's the place I call home. And it's been the majority of my home more than... I mean, Preston, where I'm from will always be my where I feel where I came from but Manchester is where I live and I've always loved Manchester for the people that are in it and what it stands for by truth and wisdom so I thought you know, this uh, event that took place last week, you know, my heart and my my prayers go out to all the families who are affected by this. To those who feel that they can't make heads or tails of this. And to everyone who's still within quiet reflection of what's taken place. But one of the things that gives me hope is the fact that we've had a lot of people who the day after that turned out onto the streets and showed the world that we don't just cow down, that we as people, good, decent people, kind-hearted people, have come out to various vigils, have come out to express our sympathies and shock of what's taken place. And this wasn't just a couple of people, this was hundreds, thousands, if not millions of people. And not only was it the city of Manchester that felt this pain, Lots of people all over the country have been feeling this as well. I've had messages of sympathy from fans of the Aaron Meta show all over the world, which I thought was phenomenal. I've had people asking if I've been okay, which uh, I had to uh, post upon the... Uh, there's a, I've been a member of the Hey Arnold uh, Save the Jungle movie group for a good long time, and I had to post up there just to tell everyone, you know, hey, this... Uh, Tragic event has taken place, but don't worry, I'm okay, and uh, we're uh, 
we're moving forward and uh, so it's a very been as you can probably tell it's been a very emotional ride and from horrific problems that, you know the the horrific event that took place and all the hope that then came out of that and the strength and even triumph you know uh I was very happy to, uh, at least for my dad, because my uh, father is a uh, fanatical Manchester United fan, and uh, to uh, see his uh, his smile after uh, Manchester United won the Europa League against Ajax, and uh, seeing all the jubilation, and uh, my dad actually uh, caught it up on uh, his uh, on his mobile phone, and. Uh, which is um, quite funny, really, because uh, my dad um, isn't. I mean, uh, he relies on me for uh, technical support for his uh, for stuff because uh, you know he's uh, not extremely technically minded for computers, and so as someone who uh, does the IT, I'm sort of uh, thrust into that uh, um, as the family IT support. And uh, but uh, he managed to capture some uh, footage on his iPhone of the. Uh, of the uh, jubilation, and uh, I think he wanted to keep hold of that. So I think there was a very special um, moment that he wanted to capture and pick out of a very um, depressing uh, situation that uh, had happened just a couple of days before. And uh, for him to cherish, I think that uh, that footage and to even share it with me, I think, was a very a very uplifting moment in that week, to say the least, and, uh, yeah. And one thing I've always, um, I've always admired within Manchester is my circle of friends. And despite what we went through, um, many of my friends turned out for the great, for the Simply Health Great Manchester Run. The easiest thing they could have done, I think, was uh, for them to think twice and to think, is it really worth going out to run for this? I mean, could I do it somewhere else? But no. A lot of my good friends decided to come out and go on the Great Manchester Run. And it was brilliant to see all the... uh, uh, the, go through Facebook and uh, see all my friends um, enjoying themselves, having a pint afterwards, and uh, it was uh, th- really heartwarming to watch. And uh, I even sent out a uh, congratulatory message to everyone who t- took part, and uh, that was very well received. And uh, that's what I love about uh, living here: is that uh, I've got to uh, make many friends. And it's not just from one walk of life. Uh, for those who, who do not know from back in the day, I've been very heavily involved in politics. Uh, I was a member of the Liberal Democrats uh, from uh, 2005 up until 2012 and uh, around about that time. And uh, But not only did I make friends within the Liberal Democrats, you know, Manchester is such a friendly place that... Uh, I've made friends within the Labour Party. I've made friends within the Conservative Party. I have friends in the Green Party as well. Shout out to them. And also I have friends, in the, even surprisingly enough, in the uh, UK Independence Party, even though uh, 
we have our our quarrels and our uh, our you know our you know over over, over certain amounts of things. But uh, the the fact that I can you know um, the fact that Manchester gives me the ability to kind of uh, jump over those fences and bridge those gaps and uh, people are so uh, warmly you know, warm up to that and um, you know I, I don't mean to make uh, Manchester seem that that's a, you know a unique uh, you know trait of Mancunians. There's many people across this country who I who I know, who are equally as welcoming, but uh, there seems to be a, a quite a special um, nature that that brings, and uh, something that I'm as someone with with autism and someone with Asperger's syndrome, someone with a neurological disorder and communication disorder. That to me, I couldn't tell you how much that actually means to be able to uh, be lucky enough to live in this city and uh, be able to experience that. I've also been lucky enough to uh, be uh, you know a Mancunian within the uh, the Sir Alex Ferguson era, you know, the amount of uh, trophies that he managed to bring in. Um I was a Manchester United fan. I can't say I really am a big fan of the club anymore after uh, after David Moyes was uh, was sacked and uh, then, you know, nothing much else came of that afterwards and uh, makes you wonder if uh, he would have, uh, you know, if there would have been any difference at all. So Mourinho came came along and uh, obviously proved that, uh, you know, there was something to uh, to salvage from the situation. But uh, I've been mainly a Preston North End fan and I've always been a Preston North End fan since then. But uh, I think what I saw more in Manchester United was more, I think I was more of a fan of Sir Alex Ferguson than I was of uh, the Man United team, I guess I would say, in the uh, Man United uh, club. I believe, you know, I think uh, now that it seems to be more business orientated, I think uh, now, I mean, that's my take on uh, uh, Manchester United as a as an entity, but as a fan support base and as a uh, as a as a as a club of supporters, I, I, I can't fault them in the slightest. They uh, I'm not talking about, you know, the uh, the, the plastic manks, you know, that's uh, quote unquote, the uh, the ones that are. Uh, you know, travel up from London because you know they want to see uh, you know a, 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 a you know a football match where people actually win something. But you know the people who have been from Manchester United from you know from the days when things weren't so great and uh, you know maybe even up until now when uh, you know so the people who um, still support Manchester United even if they don't win and uh, you know the people who care passionately about the club and turn up every single every single week. You know, those people you can't really fault too much because, um, I mean, yes, there are some, you know, quite a few of them who get completely out of hand and uh, uh, I do accept that. But so there's a lot of people who I've met in the Manchester United fold who uh, I'd say are very down to earth and uh, who uh, are very knowledgeable about the, about the sport that they love, about the, uh, the team that they love as well. And, um, you know, those people I always pay pay a bit of tribute to because you know without them I think uh, Manchester United and you can even tell from uh, uh, football clubs that um, have struggled in the past without their support support base I think Manchester United I think could probably be very you know scarily in the same situation if uh, you know if fans decided no longer that uh, there was uh, you know nothing, nothing to be passionate about here but uh, the fact that Manchester United fans you know day, day in you know day in day out uh, still uh, love supports, uh, you know, will continue to back the club no matter what. 
um, it's um, you know that's something that uh, is something very special. But also a special shout out to uh, the fans of Manchester City Football Club who, <coughs> excuse me, who you know they themselves have been through you know a torrid time through relegation battles and things like that from you know very many years ago up until now when they finally become uh, this uh, this dominant force in football and uh, now with Aguero and uh, various other teams. You know, uh, I feel very happy for Manchester City fans in that way because now they finally have something to, uh, you know, to uh, to grasp onto, and uh, not to say that uh, they weren't passionate, you know, about their team, you know, when they were at Main Road, but uh, now that they're in uh, where they are now, and uh, and also on top of that, you know, a big shout out to the Etihad Stadium because uh, they were uh, one of the very, uh, they were one of the places that uh, was trying to, uh, you know, help people out, and uh, there was that as well, and. Uh, also on top of that, you know, uh, the after the um, to, to talk about that just for a second, after the terrorist attack actually happened, and uh, you know those uh, uh, those last those couple of hours, which were very vital, I think, uh, you could see that many people were immediately turning to social media to um, tell everyone, like, look, um, this thing has happened. Let's all you know try and get together and try and, uh, you know, help each other out during this uh, traumatic event. Um, the pr- local Premier Inn, uh, local to the vicinity of the, uh, the Manchester Arena, they actually took in uh, a lot of unaccompanied children who were trapped, uh, pretty much, because the whole uh, transport network, with the, uh, with the you know, exception of uh, taxi drivers who were, were organizing to try and get free rides for people to try and get out of Manchester. You know, that was going on at the time for the people who couldn't get into that situation. Uh, they, uh, the Premier Inn at that time, uh, took in a lot of uncompany people, you know, uncompany children who uh, couldn't get in contact with their families, um, who um, were very scared, I could probably imagine. I gave them some place, some place safe uh, for them to... Uh, as refuge uh, until uh, they could uh, make heads or tails of the situation that at present. And, you know, being in that situation must have been very terrifying for those people because, you know, you had um, people holed up in a hotel. You had one explosion already. You've There's all sorts of reports about unexploded devices and there's all other things about it. And also, on top of that now, um, you know, the last news that I, I saw of what we, was, we were talking about here um, was um, about a, a suitcase now that people are, uh, you know, the police are trying to get information about because uh, this is an ongoing thing, you know, as of 29th of uh, February, sorry, 29th of May, we're still, I mean, we're still trying to piece all this together, the uh, emergency services and stuff like that, and uh, is it going to play into the uh, the politics of what's going on right now, because we're currently we've got a general election coming up, I mean, I think it will, in a way, in a way, and it, will, and it won't. I think it's going to basically be there. And how can it not be there? It's been such a traumatic event for a lot of people that it's not going to uh, to hang on. And, uh, yeah. The, um, a lot of uh, bands now have, um, are they going, they're going to be coming back, you know, uh, Arania Grande, I think. Uh, I hope I pronounced the name right. And, because, uh, you know, as everyone knows, I'm not very good with names. Um, they're going back to do this um, um, uh, relief effort for uh, the families. Oh, and by the way, to uh, to make note of that as well, um, the British Red Cross right now. The last uh, update that I saw 
is that they managed to... Um, there's now currently £5 million for the people who have uh, suffered through this. That's been gathered up by good-hearted people. And to every single one of you who made that donation to help those people out, you good on you. Thank you for helping these people in need, my fellow Mancunians. Because I, I don't think I need to tell you how traumatic the events of last the last week must have been. I'm very happy that people have managed to come together and um, help each other out. Because, uh, you know, unfortunately, we now have a situation where hundreds of people are now going to have to come to terms that their family member, their friends, are not coming, uh, went, uh, went out that night and are not coming home. And not to say that uh, many families have not gone through this before. The um, the Hillsborough disaster still brings in my mind, and various other traumatic events. The 9/11 attacks, 7/7. A lot of um, tragic events that have taken place, where people now have to come to terms and live their lives, knowing that this happened, and move forward. That is, if they can move forward at all. These people are going to need a lot of help. And I'm hoping that um, the community, not just Manchester, but I'm hoping that the, you know anyone out there can help people with that support. And I'm hoping that's going to continue. Just going back to the uh, the band, so Cortina Charlatans and uh, more are playing uh, Manchester's first uh, concert since the bombing. They uh, Played at the Old Trafford Cricket Ground. That was on the 27th. And the show of strength. And, uh, you know, I, I know there's a lot of people out there who are kind of worried about the security and how beefed up that was. And uh, But many people have been feeling very uh, good about it because uh, they feel now secure to uh, to come out. And, uh, and it's true that uh, some people have been quite um, scared to come out after what's happened. It's a, it's a human reaction. It's normal. But, you know, uh, eventually people will find this to... Uh, eventually people will start uh, to emerge again. This won't be permanent. People will feel safe to uh, come out. And I did as well. You know, eventually I did um, venture into uh, to Manchester. And uh, just to, uh, and then veg and uh, see what was uh, see what was going on. I didn't even go to. Uh, I haven't been to any of the vigils. I haven't been to any of the uh, memorials. But uh, I don't know. I I just felt like uh, after the events of the week, and um, I'm sorry if this feels you know selfish in any way, but uh, my first feeling um, about after this was uh, more about members of my family and uh, I had members of my family contacted me over email and Skype asking me if uh, everyone was okay and uh, my dad took the helm and said you know yeah everyone's fine and 
But immediately I think uh, during those communications, I immediately decided that uh, my uh, family was going to be my first um, port of call. I think eventually I will go to uh, the uh, memorial sites and uh, the uh, see all the tributes and stuff. But uh, for the meantime, I hope everyone can naturally understand my uh, motivation here. That is that I really, you know, I've been hugging my mother quite a lot and... Uh, I went out on the golf course with my dad, and uh, talking to uh, my uh, my uh, sister and uh, her fiance about her, their upcoming wedding in November, and also uh, making sure that uh, my little sister and uh, my uh, well, my younger sister, so I should say, I'm a younger brother. You know, it's a bit of a habit for me to call them little, but uh, you know, I don't really mean that. It's uh, I mean to call them younger, and uh, my uh, very talented sister and uh, my very talented brother is currently doing his GCSEs. Um, a lot of my attention has been uh, directed upon them at the moment, and uh, for a very good reason because uh, it goes back to uh, you know me being at the MEN, you know Manchester Arena, uh, quite a few times for uh, for all sorts of wrestling events, and um, I couldn't imagine. Um, or how I would have reacted or how I would have felt uh, had had what happened last week happened when I was there. And it does make you think, but at the same time, it's, um, it's a bit stupid in a way, kind of being scared of it, because, um, you know, it's, uh, again, while it's a very tragic and uh, a very horrific event that's taken place, and... Uh, at the same time, it's uh, kind of not... I don't feel uh, that I need to be scared of it the entire time because uh, I know it doesn't happen all the time. And so I feel it's not going to stop me from uh, going to another event at the uh, Manchester Arena. I definitely, definitely not that. Uh, you know, if uh, next time I uh, think if, uh, you know, there's a an event for wrestling, definitely at the Manchester Arena and uh, there's tickets going for it, I probably would go still. I know there's some people who feel a bit, uh, uh, a bit strange about that, but uh, I mean, it's uh, it goes back to saying, you know, you can't live your whole life in fear. Eventually, you need to come out and uh, live your life, because uh, if you allow people to not, if you allow people. Uh, to um, scare you like that, then it's you kind of don't. You really can't. You. I mean, you. You. Really, you have to. I mean, you just can't let people scare you like that. You need to. Uh, you know. You can't allow your life to uh, be defined by um, hatred and intolerance like this. And I'm very glad that a lot of people have uh, decided that's not, that's not the way they want to live their lives. I think I'm very I'm really happy with uh, knowing that uh, uh, Manchester has responded in this way. That uh, not only defiance, but uh, this uh, the the understanding that uh, what has happened here, what has taken place. Is not the um, is not something that's going to divide us. It's something that's going to bring us more f- closer together. I think as a community, 
are there going to be debates about all sorts of things? I mean, like, um, I mean, in regards to, uh, you know, the religion of Islam and, uh, you know, how we deal with terrorist atrocities and how we deal with um, security, you know, those are all going to be necessary debates, I think, that the uh, we're, we're going to need to have. But at the same time, while we have those debates, we shouldn't lose focus of, you know, us being together as a, as a community and uh, not allowing these... Uh, uh, these evil people who commit these horrible acts to uh, all of a sudden, you know, play us off against one another. Because at the end of the day, you know, I played a clip uh, after the uh, on the episode where we talked about the, uh, the, the what happened in Paris, and this is in their playbook for these people. You know, Daesh, these uh, these uh, you know um, so-called you know uh, Muslims, you know, these uh, people who. Uh, proclaim to uh, you know uh, represent their uh, their religion, and yet there are some people there who probably couldn't uh, point you uh, you know uh, in the right direction of a Quran uh, of where one sells one, let alone you know actually read one. So, and I know there's going to be those people who disagree, who say that you know oh Islam is what's to blame, and you know all these people who are coming over you know they're all to blame, stuff like that as well, which. Uh, you know, in a way, that reaction you can somewhat sympathize with, but at the same time, you can't ignore the fact that we have been involved um, so many times in shaping what Middle East looks like politically, geographically, and sometimes even culturally. These are all debates that we're going to need to have um, eventually, you know, uh, even if we're not having, if def definitely, if we're not having them right now, eventually these questions are going to be uh, are, going, are going to need to have uh, are going to need to be addressed, whether it's by government, whether it's by uh, you know basically public forums. We can't allow you know our fear. I think of uh, of people, you know, of how people are going to react to something. I think we can't allow you know that to drive down debate. I don't think we should allow our emotions, anyway, to play too much of a role in having a you know a grown-up discussion about you know the role of religion, how much security is too much security, and how much security is less security, and also the um, how you know our governments as well. I mean, we're going to be having these. Uh, Another debate about, uh, you know, how government responds. There's, you know, there's a general election coming up in the 8th of June. I'm hoping that, you know, what has happened here in Manchester is not going to be in many people... It's not just going to be the only thing in people's minds when we come to the general election. There is a lot, and I mean a lot, to talk about in the, uh, in the, upcoming, um, in the upcoming elections. And uh, I think it's... Um, I do actually want to start moving on to that eventually. Hopefully when we uh, get into next week. But uh, as you can probably imagine, my mind has been elsewhere. But I want to let everyone know who's listening to this podcast. Who has uh, been um, co listening to uh, the news. You know, the, the Aaron Meta show currently broadcasts to 87 different countries. 
we've been downloaded in 87 different countries. You know, we were in a very wide amount of place and uh, a lot wider than when, where I was before. I did uh, terrestrial radio for uh, Manchester. I was on North Manchester FM 106.6. I was on Fuse FM. I was on uh, Pure 107.8 FM. I've been on uh, quite a few Manchester radio stations. And um, But I have to say, during my whole time in my radio career, this is going back to nearly about 10 years, the outpouring of response I've had to from all of you who listen to this show and um, to uh, who have been contacting me and uh, giving their sympathies towards my uh, fellow Mancunians, I have to say um, a big massive thank you to you all. And uh, I really hope that, uh, you know, I'm not too late, you know, um, talking to you all like this, because I feel like I've, uh, we've been talking about opinions uh, a lot of the time, and, uh, you know, sometimes I think I give the impression that uh, I might be, uh, you know, maybe I might have a bit too much of an ego of me that, uh, you know, my uh, controversial views on things usually makes me uh, feel like I'm not totally engaging with people but I do appreciate, you know, even if I only get one download uh, for an episode the fact that uh, you know, one person will contact me and say, you know give their sympathies towards me over a, an event like this, that, that means a lot to me and I've quite had, had a lot of that and I want to say thank you to everyone who uh, messaged me and uh who have been following the events and uh, even been, you know, um, caring, uh, crying, um, angry towards what's happened. Uh, who cared about this, uh, you know, this this city here in Manchester, this, uh, you know, inter- international, this, that's how international Manchester is. The fact that people all over the world have been reacting with this. And... Uh, you know, uh, Donald Trump called, you know, this terrorist who did this uh, an evil loser. Um, this is probably one of the, you know, I call him the, uh, in- I've called him in the past the incompetent businessman of the United States. And uh, let me just go on the record and say that, you know, that view has not changed. But uh, I think that's another one reason besides, you know, the uh, uh, thing with TTP where he uh, pulled out of that. I think that's one of the other uh Things I would probably would agree with with Donald Trump, but I probably would use uh, stronger language with this. You know, the guy who did this was a a fucking asshole, basically. You know, he's uh, this guy showed no. The guy who committed this atrocity did not care who he killed. He, you know, th- there were children. The youngest victim of this was eight years old. There could have been Muslims in that group of people, and he didn't care. The only thing he cared about was his own selfish uh, ends to his means. But I didn't really want to focus too much on him. My my feelings right now are all towards the people of Manchester and everything that's happened. And I'm hoping that within the last uh, 45 minutes or so, I've uh, made that uh, I've made that clear.
Manchester is hurting right now. But eventually it will find its strength again. If not already. This country, this city has had tragedy. But then later on has had triumph. And as we can see it's uh, in the last couple of days it's had so again. We will mourn for now. But time is a great healer. And eventually we will uh, adapt back to normality. I think at the end of the day, many people will disagree that, uh, you know, normality is not necessarily, you know, a good thing after uh, something like this. But I think it's the, uh, psychologically, I think it's the best thing for a lot of people. That they can feel like they can just go out once again, you know, a normal working day. Go out, go to work, you know, see your girlfriend, see the kids. Just do the normal family stuff, just, uh, you know, live their lives and just get by. Not to say we've not been doing that now, but uh, I think eventually we'll... Uh, that's one thing I probably would say at the uh, to end this is that um, you know to all everyone out there who's listening to my voice, you know, go go find your father, go find your mother, go find your siblings, go find a member of your family, and uh, go tell them how much you love them. Because you know after an event like this, there you know there's a lot of people right now who are not going to have that uh, not going to have that experience again and sometimes I think we're very guilty of taking that for granted you know, an old uh, secondary te school teacher of mine uh, I, I forget his name but uh, he did say that you know we should we should never take life for granted we should all live big colorful lives and we should never take anything for granted at all So my message to hopefully tonight is this, that uh, there is hope at the end, even during tragic events. And we can, you know, scars will heal. There will be people who cannot move on. And I think they need as much support as they possibly can. And I hope that, uh, you know, after you've finished listening to this, you'll go out and find... Uh, you know, next time you see your family, tell them how much you love them. I think it's uh, the 46-minute mark. I'll I'll definitely leave it at that. As you probably tell, it's not been a normal show. Uh, next week, I'll uh, have all my friends around me again. Uh, for those of you who do not know, Katie, uh, we, me and her are going to be... Uh, uh, meeting up for lunch, and uh, so it's going to be one of the very few, few very, very long time since we've uh, managed to have a conversation. And uh, you know, and also Harry Dyer, I know he's never, you know, I know he's been having trouble getting on the show and everything, but you know, we do try and talk from time to time. He's a very busy guy, as you probably imagine. He, uh, you know, works very hard, and uh, we all work very hard at the moment, you know. So it's the reason why we've kind of, uh, you know, the, the only real time we get to do the show really is when we, uh, um, is when we do the show and uh, you know when we're talking over uh, over social media and stuff so uh, it's nice to uh, it's going to be very nice to uh, meet up with uh, people again and uh, it's going to be very good so uh, yeah 
that's it for a show. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back to normal next week. And uh, my uh, thoughts and prayers out to everyone at the moment who's been affected by this. Manchester will be is still and will always be a strong community by truth and wisdom. This has been the Aramata Show, Facebook.com forward slash Aramata Show, Twitter.com forward slash Aramata Show, Aramata.tumblr.com. And you can listen to my show on iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, and iHeartRadio. Thank you very much for listening. Good night. God bless.